Good morning. Please let my words speak for you. Standing here this morning on this beautiful, bright, crisp morning that God has made, my heart is filled to overflowing with love, joy, and gratitude for the ability of myself and each one of us to be here, whether either in person or in the Zoom room. I know, listening to Reverend Diana, that I will receive the little tidbits that I need today. And so I open my heart, I open my mind, and I open my soul as Reverend Diana talks to us about something that I'm still working on, welcoming the unexpected. Perfect timing on that for me. And so I just say thank you for the love, the joy, for being with my family and for the service. And so it is. Amen. Thank you, Lucinda, for your beautiful opening of our space together today. So good morning. Good morning. My name is Reverend Diana Johnson, and I'm the pastor and spiritual director for Mystic Heart Spiritual Center. And I'd like to welcome you all home, home to our community, should you choose it for yourself and home to your own mystic heart where all of your answers can be found. And so let's prepare ourselves to welcome the unexpected today. By affirming together, I open my eyes to see the spiritual truth today. I open my eyes to see the spiritual truth today. I open my ears to hear the spiritual truth today. I open my ears to hear the spiritual truth today. And I open my heart to feel the spiritual truth today. I open my heart to feel the spiritual truth today. Feel free to join in the chant. The words are on the screen. You are the heart. You are the hands. You are the Spirit on earth, and who you are, and all you do is a blessing. 
for spirit to flow out into this world but through our hands and our hearts and our voices so this month we are beginning anew that's our contemplation topic for the month and we'll be contemplating this morning what it means to welcome the unexpected because that can come to us in more than one way more than one type of unexpected to look at so let's begin this morning by breathing together, inhaling deeply to rejuvenate the body, mind, and spirit. And then exhaling, letting go of any tension that you might be carrying in your body. And as the breath continues, just bringing your focus to your breath, allowing it to settle and to find its own pace, its own sense of flow. Knowing that you are being breathed by the presence of spirit. No effort on your part, simply relaxing into this moment and feeling God's presence as it moves in and out of your body on the breath. Allowing yourself to be fully present in this perfect moment. Allowing everything to be exactly as it is Allowing yourself to be exactly as you are, whole, perfect, and complete. Perfectly content, nothing missing, nothing broken in you. God's perfect expression. Grounded in all that you are, join me in recognizing our ever-present connection with our global community. 
envisioning a web of consciousness, of spirit that fully encompasses the earth, acknowledging each and every being as a point of God's radiant light. We begin by feeling our own radiance and we sense the same spark in every human, every single human being without exception is an expression of God. We acknowledge all of nature as part of the web as well. Every creature, every plant, every rock, the sand and the soil and the water, the entire planet down to the smallest microorganism, all shining with the light of spirit, teeming with life and intelligence. And now we extend our vision further still into the heavens, to the clouds and the stars and the galaxies. And we recognize the divine light in all of it, all God's creation. And we acknowledge our oneness with this one eternal and omnipresent life. And so taking a moment to feel our connection and our own radiance, we share a heartfelt intention for our time together this morning. We acknowledge our responsibility to one another as human family and as caretakers of the earth's animals and plants and working systems. And we consciously place our faith in goodness as we learn to welcome the unexpected. In setting this prayerful intention, we empower ourselves to see and to hear and to feel the spiritual truth as it vibrates in our very being. And that truth is that our lives unfold in unexpected ways sometimes. Sometimes in ways that are filled with joy and beauty. And sometimes in ways that challenge us to grow into stronger, more resilient versions of ourselves. And all of it is working for our good, even when it doesn't feel good. We are creatures of habit, of comfort, of control. We like to think we know what is coming, what is going to happen next. And we feel out of control and sometimes afraid when things change in unexpected ways. The truth is that we never know from one minute to the next where we will be or what will be happening 10 minutes from now, much less a week, a month, or a year from now. If we're perfectly honest with ourselves, we know this is true. We are constantly faced by the unexpected. So rather than working so hard to maintain control of the circumstances in our lives, maybe 
we can learn to control our experience of the circumstances. This is truly what we have control over. Whenever we feel uncertain or uncomfortable with what is happening, we are at choice. We have the power to stop, to breathe, to let go. And to open to the possibility of good, no matter what the circumstance looks like. Each of us can learn to do this if we are willing. And when we do, we find that we begin to flow more gracefully with the changes that life brings. as we're barely at the point of entering the new year, the Christmas stories from the Christian gospels are fresh on our minds. In these stories, we discover many examples of people welcoming the unexpected. Elizabeth, cousin of Mary, given the gift of a child in her later years, and her husband, Zechariah, being told that his wife, Elizabeth, would give birth to a son in his later years. Completely unexpected. Mary being visited by an angel and told she would, as a virgin, bear a child. And her bequeathed husband, Joseph, facing the humiliation of his beloved's unexpected pregnancy. And then relief when a visiting angel brought reassurance. Each of these people served as examples of learning to welcome and transcend the difficulties that are inherent sometimes in the unexpected. In the Buddhist tradition, Siddhartha Gautama, the one who would become the Buddha, being raised a prince and sheltered from the tragedies and the difficulties of the world, decided to leave home to see what the world was really like. He discovered some unexpected things. That many people live in poverty. That many live with illness. And that people ultimately face death. Believe it or not, in his princely circumstances, it had never occurred to him that people lived with all manner of suffering. 
Although challenged by his discovery, Siddhartha was guided to the state of Buddhahood, of living as a fully awakened human, as he learned to welcome and transcend the unexpected. We may hold these stories as factual truth, or we may read them as mythology. Either way, there is a great lesson to be learned from such a story. Whether factual or not, the characters point us in the direction of truth. When we, like Zachariah, respond to what is happening with doubt or fear, we are stricken dumb, as he was without voice until the birth of his son, John. We are stopped in our tracks by our doubt and our fear. But when we, like Elizabeth, accept what is happening in faith that all is well, life unfolds more gracefully and new life is born by means of us. When we, like Siddhartha, are willing to face things as they really are with acceptance and equanimity, learning to be in the moment, present to whatever is before us, we can ultimately learn to welcome and even transcend the unexpected. Unexpected circumstances can be some of our greatest teachers. If only we remain open to what they have to offer. Letting go our grasp and the need to control. Learning to accept and then welcome the unexpected even when it brings challenge. All of this, challenging as it sounds, is only the first step. What if, rather than working to hold everything in place in our lives, so that the routine and the expected doesn't vary and we know what is coming in every moment, <laughs> We decided to approach each day with a sense of awe and wonder, looking for the unexpected, 
What if we started every morning with this question? I wonder what amazing things will happen today. Or this directive, show me the wonder of this day. Spirit, show me the wonder. What if we began the day by looking around us and acknowledging the little miracles that already surround us? Irish poet William Butler Yeats wrote that the world is full of magic things, patiently waiting for our senses to grow sharper. Patiently waiting for our senses to grow sharper. What if we made a conscious practice of sharpening our senses, of intending to be in awe of even the little things? Hot and cold running water would seem miraculous to people in some parts of the world. The rising and setting of the sun, the wind blowing through our hair, the bees flying from flower to flower, ensuring the next crop. Or even the effortless experience of taking the next breath. It's all about paying attention to what is before us in every moment. To not getting caught up in the relentless churnings of the mind. Socrates shared with us this idea that wonder is the beginning of wisdom. And what is wisdom? It is a deep knowing that comes only by way of experience. Being in a state of wonder has a way of opening the heart to the experience of what is. English author and philosopher G.K. Chesterton wrote, what was wonderful about childhood is that anything in it was a wonder. It was not merely a world full of miracles. It was a miraculous world. If you think back to when you were five or six years old, there were so many possibilities. You saw becoming a superhero or a ballet dancer, a famous rock and roll singer, or a fairy queen as real options because you lived in a miraculous world where all things were possible. So what happened? When did we stop paying attention to the everyday miracles? When did we stop believing in magic? Why do we fail to see the wonder in our everyday lives? How often do we fail to recognize the divine in the world around us? Why is it that we no longer consciously welcome the miraculous, welcome the unexpected? To experience wonder is our birthright. It's part of our makeup. It's part of what we're here to do. 
And it's up to each one of us to reclaim it, to practice being in awe, to welcome the unexpected, especially in times of challenge and change. This is here, this is now, this is what it's all about. This is now, this is here, and it's very clear, I can feel my life. From this point in time, I can see my path. From this point in time, and I know the way is to make this moment shine. Here and now, to make this moment shine. This is here, this is now, this is what it's all about. This is now, this is here, and it's very clear, I can feel my life. From this point in time, I can see my path. From this point in time, and I know the way is to make this moment shine. Here and now, to make this moment shine. In his book, The Alchemist, Paulo Coelho writes, when each day is the same as the next, it's because people fail to recognize the good things that happen in their lives every day that the sun rises. I've heard it said, and you may have too, that if we're not in awe, we're not paying attention. We're surrounded by and immersed in the beauty and abundance and the infinite possibility of life. So what is it that blinds us to the miraculous? Is it that we're so busy with our day-to-day -day lives that we forget to look around us? Often, yes. Do we move into autopilot 
becoming a slave to our habits and our routines? Yes, we do. <clears throat> Is it that we allow ourselves to get lost in our judgments and our opinions about how others should be living their lives? <laughs> All too often, I admit it. Or do we get caught up in regrets about the past or plans for the future or even the fears of what might happen next? More often than I'd like to admit, these thoughts and worries cause me, and I believe cause us, to live our lives unconsciously. I would like to offer you some practices today for getting in touch with the miraculous nature of life. Before getting out of bed each morning, acknowledge the wondrous nature of life by saying a simple prayer. Thank you for this amazing day. Do whatever you have to to remind yourself before you think about the coffee or feeding the cat or letting the dog out. Thank you, God, for this amazing day. Before getting up from your meditation spot, your prayer spot in the morning, Declare your intention. Today, I notice small wonders everywhere. Write it down, put it in your journal, put a sign up in front of you, whatever it takes to remember. Today, I notice small wonders everywhere. As you eat your breakfast, wonder how, how does the food become my body? How does that happen? As you take your morning walk or do your morning chores, be present, be curious. I wonder questions are perfect for leading you to witness the everyday miracles around you. And as often as you can, remember to say thank you for the amazing gifts of this day and every day. Another way to acknowledge the small miracles as they arise and fall in your awareness. The best part is if you dedicate yourself to practices like these, you will have no time for regret or fear or judgment. You will be living fully present in the moment in awe of the very process of life unfolding and welcoming the unexpected.
Let us enter into this moment in a new way, without any preconceived notions, simply letting it unfold as it will. This is a brand new moment. We've never experienced one quite like it. We may think that we recognize it. It's just like last week. But is it really? Look again. Before she made her transition, Maya Angelou's last tweet was, this is a wonderful day. I've never seen this one before. How often do we see the uniqueness of each new day? Are we providing a completely blank canvas for spirit's new masterpiece? Or have we filled in some of the picture already? The law of expectation tells us that whatever we are looking for, that's what we'll find. Our minds seek evidence to validate our expectations, and we may ignore or simply not see the unexpected. What if we opened our doors of perception wider to allow for more possibilities? What if we could learn to expect the unexpected? When our expectation of good is based on what's all, what we have already experienced, we limit how much God can bless us. Infinite divine mind has to squeeze itself through our human, finite conception of what is possible. This is what Rabbi Yeshua of Nazareth meant by, for humans it is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Surrendering our expectations is scary. We feel like we lose control, but we cannot lose something we never had. But what if we broaden our expectations to include more than we've experienced? What if we expect to encounter more kindness, more peace, more joy? What if we anticipate greater blessings, abundance, and prosperity than ever before? This is truly practicing the possible through prayer.
allowing the music gently to bring our awareness back to this place and this time. We're filled with gratitude. Grateful for new and greater possibilities for our life that reach far beyond our imagination. For the faith that allows us to trust in divine love to bring us our highest good always. Thank you, God, for everything. I invite you to know with me now that spirit is moving powerfully through each of us and through our beloved community. Individually and collectively, we are a powerful spiritual influence on our, on our world. As we evolve in consciousness, the benefits of our growth ripple out, blessing the entire world. Opening our hearts to a greater good than we have ever before envisioned, we allow Reverend Diana's message to transform us through the renewing of our mind. We allow ourselves to expand our consciousness that we may welcome the unexpected. So through our spiritual practice, we can begin to reprogram our brain's ability to be in wonder, to notice the miraculous nature of even the most mundane things. We can lead ourselves through our own practice to the experience of awe in everyday life. I'd like to close our time together this morning with a practice to stimulate the feeling of awe in your body. The experience of awe can take you into yourself and out of yourself all at the same time. It carries you away from your own wants and needs. It brings feelings that we can't easily explain What's amazing is that we don't even have to go anywhere to experience awe. We can start right here. So let's begin by moving the shoulders back a bit and relaxing the arms beside us. Sometimes our very body language becomes protective or, so let's just open that up and bring our awareness to the breath. Allowing the breath to breathe itself and maintaining the openness of the heart and the chest. Now call to mind a time when you experienced awe when all flooded through you, whether it was a night sky or a sunrise or your newborn baby in your arms for the first time, 
whether it was just looking into another's eyes, staring out at the ocean, walking through an amazing forest. Could be these things or many others. But it was a time that was expansive and boundless and immeasurable. You lost track of time and you were fully present. You could live in this moment forever. Maintain your focus on that sense of awe that you once experienced. More and more open, more and more expansive. Now slowly and gently bring your hands over your heart. Energetically draw all of the expansiveness you feel into your heart and let it open from within. Allow the awe to flow through you. To both settle you and ground you to the earth while simultaneously allowing you to lift up towards the sky. Imagine yourself grounded and lifted, filled with a sense of awe. And as you sit here grounded and elevated in awe, I invite you to do one last thing. Allow yourself to feel awe at something that you're experiencing right now. Something you can notice through your senses. This is your moment of awe. You are expansive. You are infinite. You're boundless. You are immeasurable. Feel awe, feel joy, feel gratitude, feel bliss, feel it all. This is the power of awe.
So filled to overflowing with the awesome power of spirit. We know that in any moment that we choose, we can recall feelings of awe. Or we can simply come to notice the miraculous that surrounds us every day. We join our hearts in prayer this morning. And so I invite you to take these words as your own, knowing them as the truth for yourself. That there is only one power, one presence, one life. And I call this one God. It is the essence, the substance, and the process that comes into form <coughs> and experience as all that is. And so I know that if God is all that is, that I am that. I am one with that. I am made of God's stuff. Because there is nothing else. Right here and now in this holy moment, I open myself to possibility. I welcome the unexpected as I invite the experience of awe and wonder into my life. I bring my awareness to the many, many blessings and miracles that support my life. And I give thanks. I renew my commitment to see with new eyes, to hear with new ears, and to feel with an expanded and loving heart. I recognize the miracle of life that I am here at all. And I am so, so grateful. I know that as I ground myself in God's love and God's work, and I work in cooperation with spiritual law, I'm carried by a flow of grace that guides and guards me, that directs and protects me. Consciously practicing my deep faith, I know that all is well. That God's goodness is always unfolding in my life. Hmm, so grateful for the good in my life. I rise in consciousness to help create a world that works for all. I expand my prayer to encompass all beings. In honoring the life of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., we honor his dream today as we envision a world that is completely transformed by our individual and collective intention and action and by our commitment to living prayerfully. We envision a world that is peaceful and abundant, beautiful and free where all beings practice loving kindness and treat the planet with care and respect. We envision a world where all needs are met, where all beings have plenty of nourishing food and the safety and comfort of home. 
where all beings have medical care and education, healthy relationships, right livelihood, and creative contribution, and a deep sense of belonging. A world in which every being is valued for its inherent goodness and light, where the peace we cultivate and feel within shows up in the world. We feel and we know a world without greed, where there is absolute abundance in simply having enough. For every being as a precious creation of God is deserving of all of the blessings that life has to offer. And so breathe in the vision of this world with me for a moment. Because this is the world we are creating. We're practicing the possible through prayer. And as we consciously place our faith in the consistent givingness of God, offering our heartfelt vision, the world is changed. It's shifted. It's lifted in consciousness. And for this knowing, I give thanks. <laughs> I'm so grateful for each one of us that is here today in community and in communion and in celebration of this beautiful life. I give thanks for each one who came together to make this time possible. And I'm profoundly grateful for the one life that I call God, for all of the blessings of this and every day. By this act of prayer, we welcome the unexpected. We practice bringing a sense of awe into every day. We are in awe of the world we know can be. We are in awe of the absolute abundance of spirit. There's no reason we cannot have the world that we envision. God is limitless. And so serving as the hands and feet and the heart and the voice of God, doing its work in the world, all things are possible knowing the power of prayer and of my holy word, I release it to the one power and intelligence that I call God, giving thanks for its immediate action, bringing these words into form and experience as together we say, and so it is. Amen. Wouldn't be surprised if peace broke out all over. I wouldn't be surprised if I found a four-leaf clover. Cause miracles abound. They happen all around me every day. I wouldn't be surprised if we put an end to hunger. Be surprised if we just kept getting younger because miracles abound 
happen all around me every day And life keeps blessing me With so much good I wouldn't change it even if I could Blessing me in every way And if it all turns out okay surprised I wouldn't be surprised at all I wouldn't be surprised if I found out every answer I won't be surprised when we find a cure for cancer Cause miracles abound They happen all around me every day And life keeps blessing me With so much good I wouldn't change it even if I could Blessing me in every way And if it all turns out okay I wouldn't be surprised, I wouldn't be surprised, I wouldn't be surprised, I wouldn't be surprised at all, oh I wouldn't be surprised, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Life keeps blessing me with so much good I wouldn't change it even if I could Blessing me in every way And if it all turns out okay I wouldn't be surprised I wouldn't be surprised at all Life keeps blessing me with so much good I wouldn't change it even if I could Blessing me in every way and if it all turns out okay I wouldn't be surprised, I wouldn't be surprised at all surprised I wouldn't be surprised at all what a nice twist on the use of that phrase we tend to use it the other way don't we wouldn't be surprised if everything falls apart <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if tomorrow brought the most beautiful sunrise I'd ever seen. Wouldn't be surprised if all of God's abundance continued to flow through my life and bring all that I needed. I wouldn't be surprised if my friend or my family member who's ill made a full recovery, smoothly and gracefully. Wouldn't be surprised. There's another phrase we could use, huh? Mm -hmm. 
I'd like to share a brief reading from this morning's daily word from Unity. I added this at the last minute this morning as I read. The key word for today was rise. And it said, throughout time, there have been people who led lives that changed the world forever. Their words and deeds provided hope and inspiration for those who would carry forth their legacies of love, growth, and evolution long after they left this life. Their most powerful contribution, however, was their ability to inspire others to express their own divine purpose. As more and more people reach their highest potential, the whole of humanity ascends. Today, I honor those who have led lives of service, striving for love, for truth and justice. I take steps not just to commemorate their journey and contributions, but to embark upon my own. I rise, grateful to contribute all I can to the growth and evolution of mankind. So please repeat after me as together we affirm that there is power in our prayer. There is power in our prayer. There is power in our vision. There is power in our vision. We are creating a more beautiful and peaceful world. We are creating a more beautiful and peaceful world. Right here and right now. Together we say, and so it is. Amen. So it's time for our celebration and gratitude to bring ourselves up out of the meditative uh, flavor and flow of Teze. The spiritual practice of awe and wonder is a very powerful way to lift ourselves out of difficult conditions, to give our attention and our gratitude to all the good in our lives. So today we share just a brief, rather than a good news that's going on in the world, another little bit about awe. <laughs> So I think a lot about the contrast between banality and wonder, between disengagement and radiant ecstasy, between being unaffected by the here and now and being absolutely ravished emotionally by it. And I think one of the problems for human beings is mental habits. Once we create a comfort zone, we rarely step outside of that comfort zone. But the consequence of that is a phenomenon known as hedonic adaptation. Overstimulation to the same kind of thing, the same stimuli again and again and again, renders said stimuli invisible. Your brain has already mapped it in its own head and you no longer literally have to be engaged by that. We have eyes yet see not, ears that hear not, and hearts that neither feel nor understand. There's a great book called The Wondering Brain that says that one of the ways that we elicit wonder is by scrambling the self temporarily so that the world can seep in. You know, Henry Miller says even a blade of grass, when given proper attention, becomes an infinitely magnificent world in itself, you know? Darwin said attention, if sudden and close, graduates into surprise, and this into astonishment, and this into stupefied amazement. That's what rapture is. That's what illumination is. That's what that sort of infinite comprehending awe that human beings 
love so much. And so how do we do that? How do we mess with our perceptual apparatus in order to have the kind of emotional and aesthetic experience from life that we render most meaningful? Because we all know those moments are there. Those are the moments that would make final cut. Only in these moments we experience afresh the hardly bearable ecstasy of direct energy exploding on our nerve endings. This is the rhapsodic, ecstatic bursting forth of awe that expands our perceptual parameters beyond all previous limits. And we literally have to reconfigure our mental models of the world in order to assimilate the beauty of that download. That is what it means to be inspired. The Greek root of the term means to breathe in, to take it in. We fit the universe through our brains and it comes out in the form of nothing less than poetry. We have a responsibility to awe. Sometimes the audio in my headphones and here are not, so I'm sorry that I wasn't as clear as I would have liked, but we have a responsibility to awe, was the point. Don't get trapped in your comfort zone. We have a responsibility to awe. So each Sunday, we invite you to join in the celebration of the work we're doing in the world by sharing of our financial good, if you choose to. And we're definitely in awe of the generosity that you share with us here. If you're at home, you can go to mysticheart.org to find our donate button or our mailing address. And we also have a gracious giving program that you can get involved in should you wanna to decide to make a, a monthly contribution to help us in our budgeting and planning. So as we move into this time of giving, I invite you to look at the words on the screen and know that they come from our hearts and allow them to expand in your heart space, knowing, knowing the power of your word as you speak these words with me. And please feel our deep appreciation for your gifts. As I awaken to the God within me and all around me, I see abundance everywhere I look. I consciously step into that flow of abundance by this act of giving. I bless this gift, sending it forth to heal and prosper. It is evidence of my deep faith. It does good work in the world and blesses all of creation. I give from a consciousness of abundance. And so it is. Amen. So to me, the video we're about to see as we do our offering today is the visuals alone are awe-inspiring. It's a representation of humanity and offers a powerful message. So enjoy. You know, there's a light that glows by the front door. Don't forget the keys under the mat When childhood stars shine Always stay humble and kind Go to church cause your mom says to Visit grandpa every chance that you can 
Won't be wasted time Always stay humble and kind Hold the door, say please, say thank you Don't steal, don't cheat, don't lie I know you got mountains to climb But always stay humble and kind When the dreams you're dreaming come to between sleeping with someone and sleeping with someone you love I love you ain't no pick up line so always stay humble and kind hold the door say please say thank you don't steal don't cheat don't lie I know you got mountains to climb but Shut off the AC and roll the windows down Let that summer sun shine Always stay humble and kind Don't take for granted the love this life gives you When you get where you're going Don't forget, turn back around and Help the next one in line Always stay humble and kind Man, that grabs me every time. And in this precious moment, my heart so, so full of joy and gratitude. I pause in the stillness to say thank you 
thank you for the blessings that I receive on a daily basis. Thank you for the blessings I know each of us receives. And thank you for everything that is given. Time, treasure, and talent. I remain mindful that not all gifts are monetary, although I'm deeply grateful for the ones that are. But thank you for the time. And thank you for the talent that goes into making our spiritual home perfect and unique. And I pass this to Reverend Diana. Mm, it's profoundly grateful for your very presence here today whether in this space or in our Zoom space, knowing that your hearts are joined with ours and your attention and intention is joined with ours as we seek to make the world a better place. So I say thank you, Spirit, and thank you to each one and each gift today. Just receiving it with the greatest love, knowing that it grows and expands and is given back into the world. Together we say. And so, so it is. Amen. So just going through things real quickly here. On Tuesdays, Michael Bordeaux's book study. The current book is Church of the Wild, How Nature... I still that. <laughs> invites us into the sacred it's, <laughs> I just want to make sure I can so that's available on a drop-in basis so you don't have to be here at the beginning of the book you might want to just make sure what they're going to be discussing on the day you want to drop in though and chapter three this week. read chapter three <laughs> Thursdays from three to five, Metaphysical Bible led by practitioner, prayer practitioner, Chris Johnson. No knowledge of the Bible is necessary, but I can tell you he's a whiz. <laughs> and his partner's no slouch. <laughs> More importantly, we'll help you interpret for yourself. <laughs> Dear self, another day of insight Please join Reverend Diana this Saturday, January the 22nd, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. for a day retreat designed to guide you into your creative genius. Please contact Reverend Diana for more information or to register. And I believe that will be available both here in the room and on Zoom. Shrink your carbon footprint. Gently use treasure sale. I like that. Got stuff? Contact Chris Fortier for how you can get involved in our April 30 parking lot sale. Keep your eyes on the weekly announcements. More new and new activities to come. If you are new, also, it cannot be said often enough, 
check out the website at mysticheart.org because there's lots of stuff on there, including upcoming for miles ahead. If you're new with us today, please consider filling out a form on the back so that you can be on our uh, mailing list for anything that information that needs to go out. Also, if anyone needs prayer support, I'm here today. And if you want something a little bit more substantial or with someone else, you can find the names and contact information of all prayer practitioners on the back of the handout that was on your seat when you came in. If, is it that? to continue our celebration, there is lots of food in the other room. Well, there is. I even contributed this time. <laughs> lots of food. Please join us for a new meal. And now please join us for our final song. Do feel free to take the bulletins with you. They do have this month's activities and some of the next month's stuff and all of the information you'd need to contact anybody here. So we have plenty of them. Feel free to take them along. And they look terrific on your fridge. They do. <laughs> take one for a friend even. Who knows?
beautiful Sunday. Enjoy this beautiful day.